0: Good
1: afternoon and welcome and happy Labor Day. Relax, everybody. There's still another three weeks left of summer, but I have to admit it does feel like something is ending and that something is something nice. However, there is also something beginning and whether the writ is dropped or not as of tomorrow, the federal election campaign begins in earnest. As a matter of fact, I'd say it's probably begun in earnest today. And with that, it's time for the second installment of our feature on the Zoomer primary. That, of course, is an initiative spearheaded by Zoomer magazine and that we are all on board with. And it is a rolling poll of our people, of Zoomers. And so you the audience. You are the subject, and it's pretty realistic because, as we know, Zoomers vote in overwhelming numbers. And our Zoomer voters are on the same page about the importance of this Timing, because since Friday, an additional 1,100 votes have been cast, so people are getting into this. Now, the numbers seem to bear out what we've been seeing in other polls, that the recent report from the Ethics Commissioner finding the Prime Minister guilty of violating conflict of interest law has not had a discernible impact, And the Liberals have taken the lead away from the Conservatives. So I'd like to hear from you the numbers to call. 416-360-0740, 416-360-0740, toll-free 866 740 740 And now I'm joined by Peter Mugridge, senior editor of Zoomer Magazine, and David Kravit, who is a vice president here at Zoomer Media and our guru on all things demographic. Hey guys, thanks for coming in. Thank you. Okay, we're all working today on Labor Day. So first Let's go through the numbers in the poll. Uh, We've got the Liberal Party at 40%, the Conservative Party at 34%. We've got the Green Party at 8%, and the NDP, three, complete collapse.
2: Total collapse. Any theories as to why? We've also got 12% undecided, which is... uh, Similar to last time.
1: Similar to last time. So there's a
2: big eighth of our audience uh, waiting and seeing.
1: And uh, Peter, what about this uh, NDP collapse? Well,
2: I,
3: I just, I just can't believe it's, uh, it's fallen so low. Um, you know, in, in the national polls, it's upwards of eleven percent, but three percent, David. It, it just seems so like. Uh, like Singh has sort of destroyed the party almost.
2: Yeah, they were always uh, – our previous polls, and we never had an uh, operation as formalized and as extensive as this year, to be fair. But oh, when we have had groups in the past, whether a focus group or a poll, the NDP has tracked with our audience roughly where they track in the wider, you know, whether it's Angus Reid or Leger or whoever. This time they're way closer behind. closer
3: to yeah, 20 percent. right? This, this time like, they're way like, behind, way
2: behind. yeah. Way behind. yeah. And And, and uh,
3: where's that support going to go? Like, is it going to go green? Is it going to go liberal? Are they going to sit it out? What's going to happen?
2: Well, right now, if it's 3%, it's not a big prize. (laughs) I'd be more worried about the 12% undecideds. If I was sheer or true, I'll get them. But the 3% NDPers you would think would tend to go liberal.
1: Right. Uh, David... Just before we went to air, you were trying to explain to me the difference between the NDP losing the Zoomer vote versus losing the youth vote.
2: The uh, difference for the conservatives, for the NDP. So in the last election, uh, the youth vote, let's say 18 to 24, went liberal by a hefty margin over Stephen Harper. And if we take that margin, and I don't remember the exact numbers, we take that margin and Take the number of votes it actually cast. How many votes did that represent? It produces a swing to the liberals of X, let's say. If the conservatives lose that same amount, it impacts them way more because they start out with way more. So the real problem for the conservatives, if our numbers hold up, they've got to do way better among the older voters than they're doing so far. The impact on them not doing quite as well among the younger voters, they've already absorbed that into their, uh, their numbers, and it won't hurt them by as much. Uh,
1: now, since the last poll, the Conservatives uh, have dropped 1%. Is, is that significant?
2: No. In my opinion, no.
3: It's still early. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it does speak to your point, Libby, about snc level and not having any effect on, on the Zoomer vote. Uh, in terms of bumping the Conservatives or hurting the Liberals. It it, it seems the Liberals have, have skated through unscathed.
1: Okay, I Maybe. want to take a call about uh, Jugmeet Singh, since we've been talking about the complete collapse here, Bernie in Mississauga. Hi, Bernie. How
4: are you doing, Louie?
1: Fine, how are you?
4: Good, good. I'm... Uh... I'm upbeat. I don't believe the poll. I believe that there's about 15% of people in this country that are CCF or NDP, and they won't change. So I think he's going in with 15%. And I think by the time this uh, next seven weeks are over, when the people get to hear him, that he's going to do a lot better than people are predicting.
1: Uh, he has problems in Quebec. We had an orange wave in Quebec. And sadly, um, most pundits agree that a big part of his problem in Quebec is the term turban. And I think that's very sad. But nonetheless, and uh, as far as the rest of the country is concerned, he has just um, not made any mark, totally underwhelmed
4: people. Well, I think there's a Manitoba election coming up within the next couple of weeks. And I think if the NDP does good there, that, that that's going to be all good for Singh. I think he's strong. He's, he's doing good in BC. Ontario is the place where the battleground is going to be, it's going to be decided in Ontario. And I think that, uh, but when the people hear Singh go through a seven week campaign with his four languages and he's a very well educated, very articulate, that he'll bring them up quite a bit.
1: Okay, Bernie. Thanks for that. Okay, is that uh, wishful thinking on Bernie's part?
2: I don't. I don't think it is. Actually, I think that um, you have to distinguish between the percentage of the vote and the number of seats. So, if the NDP has an unusual orange wave in Quebec that is not typical of their regular support, it wouldn't be surprising to see that wave. You know. disappear a little bit but the i think he's correct that they probably have a core of at least 15 percent of the voters rain or shine and it returns to the mean you know the 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 arithmetical average returns to that and i do think that our poll understates how well uh, the ndp will do on a national uh, basis right now as a snapshot right now
3: do you you think um jags um Jag saying that he's not going to prop up a conservative minority government. Do you think that hurts the NDP? Yes. Why so, dude?
2: Well, I think that Elizabeth May was very shrewd. She said, "Look, I'm going to prop him up. I'm not going to prop him up. I'll let's wait and see what he does." So, if Shear is the prime minister, it's very prudent for her to say, "You know, there may be certain reasons I want to keep the thing stable, and there may be things he might do that I don't like. Why do I need to declare that now? Well, exactly. There's usually yeah." Yeah.
1: There's usually a period of negotiation. A lot of people yeah. also thought that uh, he, he that was his concession, concession speech yeah. yes. before the rich was dropped.
3: Yeah. But in a way, he maintains ethical purity, though, right? Like he's, like he's saying, I can't work with the conservatives. They're too different from the NDP. And May is saying, I can work with anyone. So, you know, maybe she's seen more as an opportunist rather than. But to,
2: to be fair, she's also saying, maybe I won't work with them. It's just I don't want right. to declare yeah. that right now. And I think that's smart. Right. Why should she?
1: Why should she? I mean, right. who knows? What, you know what right. you can get from someone if you need their support. <laughs> uh, interesting piece in the Globe and Mail today, saying that basically both major party leaders have very large unfavorable ratings. And it, it the question might not be who do you like better, Andrew Scheer or Justin Trudeau, but um, who do you uh, who do you dislike less? less? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah. It's a fair comment. Yeah.
1: And absolutely. Who who do people dislike according to the numbers in the globe? Um people dislike Shear less at least at this point. Would you agree with that?
2: Yes, yeah, significantly less. I think it's 63 to 31 or something Six, negative no,
1: 61 to 52.
2: For Shear for Shear, but no no, Shear is 51 to uh, Anyway, there's yeah. about a 30 point negative for Trudeau and about a high teens for sure. Mm-hmm. So I think you're, you know, you're right, Libby. It's it's a, but I think it's an issue because it speaks to what's your growth potential during the campaign. And remember it's axiomatic in Canadian politics that governments are not elected. They're defeated. So negatives, you know, how many people are going to not vote for sure because they don't like Doug Ford, as opposed to they've thought through every single thing that Shear stands for and they hate it. So Negative baggage matters, and we'll see who can get rid of the most during the campaign.
1: I'm not sure that people know what "sheer" stands for. Uh, over the last couple of weeks, uh, the liberals have made much about his stand on same-sex marriage, mm-hmm. uh, on abortion rights. They're trying to say... He's going to reopen all these things. He's got a hidden socially conservative Mm -hmm. agenda. He said he has no intention of opening these things up, and neither of them are really at the top of the list of things that actual people are actually worried about. But the strategy seems to have been very successful for the liberals.
2: I don't know whether I would (coughs) agree with that just yet because I think – Sheer can only fantasize that the Liberals are gonna keep trying that because if you remember the time that Stephen Harper first defeated Paul Martin, they had these overblown commercials about armed troops yeah, yeah. on the streets of they were trying to pin onto Harper all kinds of things that like him or not, he wasn't going to bring in, and I don't think Canadians are going to, I don't think they're going to be able to sustain seven weeks on this. And I don't think our undecided voters are waiting to be convinced about abortion or gay marriage, frankly. It's
3: a bogeyman. I think they tried it with Harper. Harper did nothing to show his hand at a secret agenda. And um, I think,
1: uh, yeah,
3: I I, I think sheer is, is sort of, worked under harper and he's just going to follow the same tack uh
1: yeah it's the the one thing that that i would say about that is that i i don't believe that harper actually is a social conservative and i think andrew Shear is but i i mean i believe he's why would you why would you reopen those issues uh it i it's think a it's, garan- it's, it's a guaranteed loser and guaranteed loser yeah. it's a
2: guaranteed loser and and They're going to have trouble sustaining that for the whole thing. Eventually, you're not going to like Scheer because you don't see him as a viable replacement for Trudeau. The people that are opposed to his social conservatism are are already in the liberal numbers. They're already in the liberal numbers and he is where he is. And in spite of our poll numbers, he's marginally winning in most of it. Marginally. He hasn't Fallen like way behind, so I think the conservatives would be delighted to see the liberals try to win this on the basis of uh, social conservative yeah. issues.
1: Okay, let's take a call from Pat in Toronto. Hi, Pat.
5: Good day. How are you? Fine. How are you? Great. Um, the thing that's bothering me most was when I saw the giveaway program last week, mm-hmm. and the I think we're into multi billions yep. that are being promised, and aren't we being good um, getting all this money that's coming from the left pocket to go to the right pocket? And I just find it such a con game, a total con game on behalf of the Liberal Party. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, but Pat, I'd say you're a pretty regular conservative voter.
5: Uh, um, Some of the time, not all of the time.
1: Okay, and this time, if we may ask?
5: Well, you know, it's going to depend on my own particular... Person, since we really don't vote for you know the prime minister, so if it's the same lady, and I have the lady who was the Indian Affairs person, I would Carolyn Bennett, uh, no, the uh, doctor, oh um, Jane
1: Philpott, yeah.
5: no, 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 I'm I'm here in Midtown Toronto. Um, the lady who uh, was heavily involved in the in the Indigenous um, inquiry, etc. I think she's a very capable person. Uh, I think our biggest problem is, and and I like the response, it's which pers- which leader do we like less? Um, <laughs> you know, because both of these guys, I mean, unfortunately, Trudeau doesn't impress me. I mean, this idea that, oh, well, you know, the end jobs on the SMC-Lavalin thing, Justified breaking the law. I mean, I just find that ludicrous, but yet he seems to think that that's just fine.
1: And what do you think of Andrew Scheer? Does he seem prime ministerial to you?
5: No. It, he, he, mm. I don't know. Maybe the man smiles too much, something that also Doug Ford does. Um, <laughs> I'm not, you know, I mean. And he
1: has nothing to smile about at the moment. observant. <laughs> well,
5: exactly. Very but, absurd. you know. Uh, I I don't know. I suspect us boomers are are, are uh, or zoomers, just old people. You know, we're used to this sort of con right. game that right. is played on us on the on by the politicians. Experience. It'll be yeah. it'll be the young people to see where they they fall on this,
1: mm-hmm. and to see if they get out and vote. Pat, thanks for that. Thank you. Okay, Siva, you have a fashion comment. Hi, Siva. <laughs> Hello, Libby. I just want to say that if Mister the
6: NDP leader were to keep his turban in a neutral color, just like the Minister <laughs> of Defense. Because, you know, all the time you see deep blue, deep red. People don't know who he is. So he has to maintain... He's got a
1: great fashion sense. I'll say
6: that for him. <laughs> you know, that, that is fine if you're going to a party or so, but right. keep it with your suit. You know, suit, you know, I would advise him to do that. And that's where his problem comes in. You know?
1: And he's got a lot of, you know, the fabulous kind of listening. pink, like millennial pink. I I, I think know, he looks great in all of those. Uh,
6: I, I understand. But when you look at his suit and then the turban, it, it throws you off. So I, I think that is his problem there.
1: <laughs> OK, well, we'll see if the NDP is listening. Uh, uh, see. I, I'm going to say
6: one quick thing. I wondered if Mr. O'Leary's wife was given a blood test because I don't know if she was since she was driving. I, I I wondered about that.
1: Okay, Siva, that is coming up in our next segment in uh, at the bottom of the hour. Um, we are going to be getting to that, so stay tuned. Uh, stay tuned for that, okay? And. Uh, It's, it's a longish story because there's information on a statement for him, from him, not corroborated by the authorities. So, uh, all I'll say is stay tuned. We will get to that. Thanks. Okay, so uh, uh, maybe uh, a little downplaying the turbans, uh, <laughs> neutral colors, dark colors will, I'm assuming dark colors, if she said go with the suit, who knows, yeah. maybe uh, maybe that will help. And as I said, uh, you know, there are lots of reasons where I would agree his performance has been completely underwhelming. Yeah. But the thought that the source of his problems in Quebec is because he wears a turban, uh,
3: you can't argue with that's that, can terrible you? yeah yeah
1: uh so again uh we have pat he says h- his vote you know changes but he sounds pretty conservative to me <laughs> he calls <laughs> in so. quite often mm-hmm. and he doesn't think andrew Shear looks like a prime minister and uh, a lot of people say the same thing there for a while he was called harper with a smile he's got those dimples, dimples. Yeah. he's and he is yep. always smiling Uh I don't have a problem with the uh, with that, but uh, you know, w- w- what is the importance of? I guess his demeanor. He's a big guy, he's six foot five, so you know he's got presence from that point of view.
2: Well, there's two there's two theories. So theory one is he's doing great because if he's in a dead tie before he's even started to define himself at all, he's sort of this bland vaguely friendly, but not terribly specifically attached to anything unknown against a very high profile, very well known, or at least very well perceived prime minister. So if he starts to fill in that charcoal sketch during the next Mm -hmm. seven weeks and define himself, he's got a lot of room to try to do it as opposed to letting it be done for him. The, The flip side is you've seen what there is, folks, and that's it. And uh, so under scenario B, he doesn't do well under scenario A. He's sitting there saying, I have reached this point and nobody really knows me yet. Now watch this. And off he goes. And there wouldn't be much resistance to that precisely because he's so undefined, where it would be pretty much harder, let's say, for Trudeau to change perceptions of himself because he's better defined.
1: And what about the slogans of, you got to wonder about these sometimes, uh, the conservatives is... It's time it's a, to get ahead. Or, yeah. It's time for you, you to get, get ahead, ahead. Yeah. you, and the liberals are choose forward. Choose forward,
3: yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's not exactly yes, we can. It? <laughs> like it's, these are so focus group that they're, they're almost meaningless, you know. They, yes, yeah. And, yeah.
2: The, and the fatuousness or whatever it is, fatuous yeah. sweepstakes, it's a pretty dead heat because yeah. it's just cliches. It's time for you to get ahead as opposed to what? For you to get behind? I mean, right. it's just uh,
1: silly. As opposed to, uh, I'm assuming, as opposed to the uh, fat cats that the other guy favors. Yeah, 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 favors.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And choose yeah. forward is like, uh, you know uh, that's that social conservatives that, thing again right though, I think. insinuating and I think that sheer is
3: backwards right? and, I, yeah. and i
2: think it's a lo- i don't i think it's a loser as a slogan because i don't think trudeau's win or his success will come from a mass fear of social conservatism as embodied by andrew sheer it'll come from i know him things are okay the economy is okay I may not love him, but you know what? Give him another four years. The other guy's not ready. That kind of thing. I, mm-hmm. I don't think there's, he's going to be able to create this mass fear of the socially conservative evilness yeah. represented by right. Andrew Sure. I think that's a losing strategy for them. And if they keep it up, I think they're, it's a mistake. Right.
1: The other thing is uh, the question of uh, the quote, the efficiency of the vote. And the liberal vote is apparently more efficient than the conservative vote in terms of getting people elected.
2: It is. If you look at the uh, the CBC poll tracker, which averages all the polls, dead heat, 34 conservative, 33.3 liberal. But on that same uh, percentage, the bottom Number is about the same for both, about one hundred and four seats. But the Liberals have an upside potential on that vote of two nineteen, and the Conservatives of only one eighty four. So they need a win by five points, or more, to form a government. Mm.
1: Well, uh, and it's it's amusing because recently uh, Trudeau apologized for not getting uh, his uh, uh, his. Uh, what do you call it? His vote changing, uh, you know, bringing oh, in some form, some yeah. form of proportional representation, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you look at this. Well, um, if 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 that was done with planning, you can see why, <laughs> why? the way we have things exactly. now certainly exactly. favors yeah. the liberals. Yeah. Uh, let's take a call from Michael in Cape Breton. Hi, Michael.
4: Hi. How are you doing, Libby?
1: Fine. It's it's our it's a day for our Newfoundland uh, our Newfoundlanders here.
4: <laughs> yes. Uh, Li- Libya, uh, we finally realized in this country we're living in a racist country and it's to the extent in Quebec it's poison the only time in Quebec they're not racist is when they're hey hey, the- hey hey let's um, <laughs>
1: let's temper the language uh, you're talking about the banning of religious symbols um you don't like yeah, it right.
4: well remember the last election the hijab and that? The union movement in this country realized that every time armed force was used against the union movement in this country, it was under liberal regimes in this country. You know, what are big union leaders in this country jumping in the pockets of big business for represented by the Liberal Party or the Conservative Party for that matter? There's only one solution and I'm one of the 15, your first call. I figured that. I'm Uh, one of the 15%. Okay. We're still alive, but the fire's not going to go out.
3: Attaboy.
1: (laughs) Okay. Attaboy. (laughs) Thanks, Michael. Okay. uh, We're starting to run out of time here. Uh, What would you like to leave us with, Peter, on the Zoomer Tracker? and, and? tell people how they can participate and they can vote so yeah. when we're back here next Monday we'll be talking about what they did
3: yeah so um if you if you go to zoomervote.ca and you'll you'll come to our poll you can um, vote for the the party you choose and then later on if something comes up that makes you want to change your vote there are ways of doing that and the instructions are there and we'd love to We'd love to cross 10,000 by the next time we have this discussion to get a much broader representation of our our demographic.
1: David, what would you like to leave us with?
2: Wait for the flub. We still haven't had a big flub, and that's what's going to do it. As they get serious, as debates occur, as they go head-to-head more directly, I think you're going to see this start to shake out.
1: Okay wait for the flub, he says, with a big smile. Okay. (laughs) Gives
2: us plenty to work with, right? right? Okay.
1: Thank you so much, David Kravitz and Peter Mugridge. Appreciate your time. And people, as I said, go vote at zoomervote.ca. And we'll be back here in a week's time tracking that Zoomer vote.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one.